Coming up on Locked On Angels, you might have heard of the curse of Vecna from Stranger Things. Well, the Angels have the curse of the ninth inning, and they they got struck again last night as they were playing the Mariners. Also, the Angels are an attractive destination for top free agents, and we're going to tell you why. And will Jared Walsh be the first baseman in 2023? Our answers might surprise you. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can share the pod with your friends by hitting that share button. You can rate and review the pod. It'll help people to find it. And you can subscribe to the pod and click the bell to be notified on YouTube every time a new episode drops. Hey, we appreciate you joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels where it's your team every single day. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. You've got the Frisch Brothers, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. Of course, you can find us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram, where we are battling Mariners fans all over Twitter, <laughs> Mike. That's what's going down. And, uh, man, they win a couple games, and suddenly they they got some some big shoes, some big britches. They're the uh, best team in baseball, according to their fans. <laughs> but I have to say that we probably do the same thing. Hey, listen, before we dive in, Johnny, you'll notice yes. uh, over my left shoulder that I have a yes. Halos jersey. Now, it's not the one that I normally have there. Uh-huh. This is actually brand new. Locked on Angel listener Devin brought it to me today in my real life. I'm a pastor at a church, and he attends our church. And he heard me say that Tim Salmon is my favorite player. And so he went and purchased this jersey. And you'll notice it's got the 15 there. Let me yes. let me lean back and show you the back real quick. Look at this. Uh-oh. And if you're listening on the audio side, it's the uh, late 90s, early 2000s Angels, the Disney Angels. Tim Salmon, look at that. Come on. That is a nice-looking jersey, my Isn't friend. Isn't that great? And it just you know puts a smile on my face because uh, last night's game was... Terrible. (laughs) So thank you, Devin, for the support. Thanks for listening, and thank you for the jersey. And now, if you're a Locked On Angel fan, John's favorite player is Jared Weaver, and he would love a Weaver jersey. I'm just throwing it out there in the universe, all right? (laughs) Hey, let's get get into last night's game. And you mentioned it at the top of the show, the curse of the ninth inning strikes again. This time it was six runs for the Mariners in the ninth inning. The Angels lose this one eight to two. Jesse Chavez, man, mm. glad to his, glad to see that he's back to his uh, former Angel self. Welcome back. Not the, uh, the, <laughs> not the bullpen hero that he was for the Braves no. or any of the other teams he's been on since then. But, man, I have to say that that strike three right down the middle that the umpire missed was asinine. That's as close as I'm going to get to swearing. <laughs> uh, it was asinine because it was right down the middle yeah. of the zone, yeah. and the umpire didn't call it. And this is the night after the other umpire who was behind the plate Las lost count yep. of balls and strikes and let Carlos Santana walk the night before. And so last night, this pitch goes right down the middle, would have been strike three, and then Jesse Chavez got the next batter to pop up, and that would have been the inning. Yep. No six runs, nothing like that, no triples, nothing. And so I understand people are upset at Jesse Chavez, but let's be more upset with the MLB Umpires Association because – they are the absolute worst at their job. This is the epitome of screwing up at your job and having the union at your back to protect you when you can't even do your job right. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, there's the uh, robot umps coming after oh. you. <laughs> your robot overlords. <laughs> Here, here's the real big issue in this game, Johnny, is that 
It was just a repeat of the night before. The Angels were in it. They were looking really good. Jose Suarez mm-hmm. was pitching like Cy Young in the first five and one-third innings. I mean, this guy had a perfect game. And then Sam yeah. Blum said something on Twitter, and Jeff Fletcher, our, our good buddy, said it was Sam's fault that the perfect game actually ended. So you can't talk about it. It wasn't Rhett it. Bollinger's fault. <laughs> Rhett Bollinger didn't talk about it. He said uh, 15 up, 15 yes. down. He's very careful about choosing his words. Smart so man. way to go, Rhett. Smart man. Yes. We will not blame him. We will blame Sam. Blum. And then, but it just, it kind of fell apart after that. Four consecutive hits. He gave up three runs. He did strike out five, but that was, uh, that was kind of the downfall. He did only, he did leave the game and it was two to two and then a run came in. So it was just three to two. And so we mm-hmm. had a, a, an opportunity and there was a couple of times we had some runners on, but again, we just found ourselves back into our old rhythms where we couldn't knock in anybody. The only person in this lineup was Ren Hifo, who, the, who actually yeah. could do something. And two nights in a row now, he's hit a home run. He hit his ninth last night. Yeah, I was going to say, could we have come back in the bottom of the ninth? Because... <laughs> Fletcher, Otani, Renhifo, and Ward had just came to bat, and I have no faith or confidence in the rest of yeah. this Angels lineup. Joe Adele once again out of the lineup because of that bruised finger. Fortunately, it's just a bruise. David Fletcher was back in because he bruised the foot the night before, but he had a good game. Shohei Otani had a great game at the plate, and of course, like you said, Luis Renhifo had a great night as well. His ninth home run, two home runs in two days, and uh, that's just fantastic to see. But good grief, man. The rest of this lineup, like Walsh, Stassi, why have they fallen off so much? Yeah. What I mean, in the Stassi, world? Stassi looks terrible. He, I, I think even the night before, maybe that was still kind of in his heart and in his head. He did have an interview afterwards. He was like, yeah, I sucked. I'll probably never have a game like that again. But he felt really terrible about it. And we appreciate that. But it just seems to be that... Uh, one angel at a time falls apart and there are pockets in this lineup and it's been that way all season long where you're really excited about these three or four hitters and then the rest you're like okay for the next two innings we're not scoring any runs and then if the pockets don't score any runs or get any hits then the night's not going to go well and Renhifo's really hot and you also have Fletch who can get on base and of course Shohei he can get on base he's always kind of in the mix but it's really those three guys and then if Taylor Ward is on that night Mm -hmm. But the rest of the lineup, man, it just seems like it's a pop-up or it's a ground out. At least they're not striking out all the time. Yeah, like But it were. still feels like they're not they're not even in there with a great approach at the plate at all. How did we pick up Steven Duggar or not Fran Mil Reyes? How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Insane. Somebody missed on that one. No kidding. Somebody man. screwed up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. Hey, listen, I I just think that with this team and, and the way that they've been hitting and not hitting and some of our best guys like Walsh and Stassi who have been decent hitters in the past. I mean, Jared Walsh just had a cycle in June and, and uh, was also an all-star last year. I mean, good grief. What in the world has happened? And, and I just, it does not bode well for Jeremy Reed as a hitting coach because this is, we, we say it all the time that when you come up to the majors, you are who you are, but it's this kind of slump that a hitting coach is supposed to be able to figure out and fix and help yep. them understand what's going wrong. And we already saw that with Brandon Marsh. He had a bad injury, by the way, yesterday trying to catch a home run ball. That, I did saw you that. That? Oof, that looked awful. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. But, yeah. I mean, it already helped him in Philadelphia. I know he's scuffled a little bit as of late, but still, it's just there's no solutions with this coaching staff. So, let's. Uh, I just want to put this game to bed and put it behind us. We do have a YouTube game. It is an early game today, one o'clock time. So you're not going to be able to catch it on Bally Sports. 
you are going to be able to catch it for free on YouTube. I don't think our announcers will be there at all, so uh, you might want to watch that one on mute uh, <laughs> because they're just going to talk about how great the Mariners are and how bad we are. So enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> Coming up on Locked On Angels, we really think that the Halos are an attractive organization for top free agents, and you might think that we're ridiculous, but we're going to give you our reasons why, and once we give you our reasons, then we won't be as ridiculous as you think that we are. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Liver Health Formula. Did you know that the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? But because of our modern diets and they're rich with unhealthy processed foods, many of us have overworked our livers. But now it's easy to rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism, Johnny, thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. Liver Health Formula contains eight liver-boosting supernutrients that work together to wake up a sluggish liver and turn it into a toxin-flushing and fat-burning machine. Maybe the halos need to take this. No more bloated belly, no more uncomfortable digestion, and no more feeling tired and low on energy all of the time. Best of all, liver health formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long-term. And as a listener of Locked on Angels, you can try liver health formula risk-free today and you can get a free bottle of curb fit with your order curb fit is a safe and natural appetite suppressant it makes it really easy to say no to unhealthy foods and we all need that so go to this website getliverhelp.com slash mlb to learn more again getliverhelp.com slash mlb to try liver health formula completely risk-free and you can claim your free bottle of curb fit with your order again the website is getliverhelp.com slash MLB and go there right now to get started. We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We really appreciate you being here with us. Now, Mike, you and I have talked a lot this week about free agents yep. and trades and also big free agent signings that the Angels could make in the offseason and how necessary it is for Artie Marino and Perry Manassian to go out there and get some big names to put a team around Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, and the like. So one of the big questions is, what's the draw? What's the point of coming to Anaheim, especially mm -hmm. when you have games like the last two nights where it's just kind of a, an embarrassing display? Like, what in the world would convince a free agent to come to Anaheim why don't you start us out? Well, I think first, all players have something deep down within them that wants them to be the hero. They have this mm. desire to be the hero, right? You want to hit the walk-off. You remember when we played in the street when we were yes, growing up, right? Yes, in the backyard. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're pitching the ball, and you're throwing it to me, and we're, we're launching home runs into uh, our Uncle Sam's house at the end of the road, right? <laughs> um, if we hit the short porch in right field, which you're a lefty, you would hit our house, and then we would freeze to make sure that we didn't get in trouble by mom and dad, right? I mean, everybody I wants that. to be the hero. We want to hit the walk-off. We want to get the walk-off home run, and we want to do it in the World Series. And I, I think the, the MLB players are just growing grown up kids and they want to be a hero and so coming to the angels Johnny it'll allow them to be the conquering hero they can mm. come here and and the fans are going to love them and if they perform and we get somewhere they can actually be 
hoisted up onto the shoulders and celebrated as a conquering hero. So if you're a free agent, come to Anaheim because we need some heroes, Johnny. Mm. We need some heroes. It makes me think of uh, when Vladimir Guerrero got here and just had his first breakout game as an angel. I think Torrey Hunter. Torrey Hunter hit a grand slam at he one did. point. It yep. was like early on, and it was like, That was the Torrey, thing. Torrey's arrived, right? And yep. Man, I miss those moments where you get a big free agent and they just make their name in Anaheim as part of this team and really just stake their claim as, I'm here, let's go, right? Yep. And so I miss that. Now, Mike, I have a second reason for why this place would be a great destination for potential angels and free agents in the offseason. The fans aren't going to be sentimental. (laughs) Whoever the free agent replaces, they're not going to be mad that they've (laughs) been replaced so if you go out there and get a shortstop (laughs) if you sign one of those big name shortstops we're gonna be just fine with whoever you replace we'll be we'll be like andrew velas who (laughs) velasquez as somebody somebody loved that reference uh on yesterday's show (laughs) and and who yeah there you go there you go uh it took me a while to get there but i got there Fans are going to miss whoever you replace, so there's not going to be any bitterness. There's yeah. not going to be any sentimental feelings. Now, if it was a Mike Trout who was replaced or a Shohei, obviously, but that's not going to happen. Right. But when it comes to the rest of this lineup, I think that anything goes when it comes to getting a big free agent name. I think I think that you keep somebody like David Fletcher and Renhifo taking time at second base, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else is kind of fair game. Uh, maybe not our starters, in terms of Patrick Sandoval or or Reed Detmers or Shohei, obviously. But we have plenty of room for other starters that could step up into that rotation. I think that's yeah. what's going to happen. So don't worry. The fans will not be sentimental about who you replace. <laughs> Hit me right. with another one. All right. Here, here's, here's one that I think is specifically for Trey Turner. Trey okay. won a World Series with the Nats in 2019. And... And he could possibly win one this year with the Dodgers. First team to 80 wins. They look fantastic. By the way, it's always it's always interesting. Here's a side note. That whenever your team is just like dominating in the regular season, I always get really nervous about that because mm. it never seems to be that team that actually goes and wins the World Series. Look at the Braves right. last year, right? They right. went on this run. And so if I'm, if I'm a Dodger fan, I'm excited, but I'm nervous. And I'm also sure. nervous because I think Trey Turner is going to leave. And here's why I think he could come to Anaheim. Winning in D.C. was special because mm, it wasn't mm-hmm. expected, right? right? They were down. They were under 500. Winning in L.A. won't be as special because if they don't win, everybody's going to go, all right, we should fire Dave Roberts. All right, what, what happened, right? <laughs> but if you come to Anaheim and you win in Anaheim, the fans are going to love you because oh, yeah, we're going to be right. We're going to be endeared to Trey Turner, and that's why I think he might end up and should end up, and why it would be attractive for him to end up in Anaheim. So don't think that this isn't a good destination due to the struggles this season. We think right. the players will choose Anaheim and come to the Angels this off season because we're not going to be sentimental. Because we're, you know, like we, we, we want you to be a hero. Please come and be the hero. And if yes. you win, oh my gosh, if, if we could just get a wild card spot, we're going to love you forever. You're going to be no endeared. Kidding. You're going to be like the Tim Salmon in our hearts. So free agents, <laughs> come on, come to Anaheim. The door is wide open. <laughs> Hey, Lockdown Angels is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 
Listen, when you're hanging out with friends and sometimes you've had a few too many, sometimes a few will become a few way too many, right? And so you just need to be careful when you're having a good time. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, but you decide against it. You think it's okay. I can get home. But the truth is everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. And that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think that you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Listen, there's really no excuse. You can call an Uber, you can call a Lyft, you can call a friend, you can call a cab, ride share in town, all of the above. There's no reason to get behind the wheel of a car after a few drinks during a night out. So play it safe, plan ahead, get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Listen, I host karaoke on Thursday nights here in Pasadena at a local bar, and I always say at the end of the night, get home safe, you hooligans, you scoundrels, you rapscallions. I like sending them home safely because we want everyone to get home safe and come back and have a good time the next week. So just remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Again, this is a message from our friends at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Johnny, about a week, maybe two weeks ago, uh, we're in this thread on Instagram with other baseball fans, other podcast mm-hmm. hosts, and our buddy Daniel dropped this line. We have a first baseman problem. And he was talking about, specifically, Jared Walsh, because mm-hmm. Walshy has been scuffling, right? He has been mm-hmm. struggling. And you can see him efforting to try to get better, but he has been just battling at the plate and yeah. he had a good start to the season that's what's really I think a bummer about where he's at right now because mm-hmm. he didn't start off incredibly great but he wasn't this bad and it was really in July where everything started to fall apart for him he was batting under 200 August he's a little bit better he had two hits uh, the the other night and so there's a lot of questions about Jared Walsh right now and the question that we want to ask and and toss back and forth and have our listeners consider is does Walsh having a down year this year mean that he won't be our first baseman Hmm. next year so Hmm. if you think that he is going to be replaced why do you think that and who do you think will replace him? And if you don't think that he's going to be replaced, then what does Walshy need to do to improve? So, Johnny, why don't you start us? I don't think that he gets replaced. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because, obviously, with the struggles at the plate the Angels have had this year, it goes back to the hitting coach. It goes back to Jeremy Reed. And how he still has a job is beyond me, other than let's get the heck through this season and we'll hashtag figure it out. fire Jeremy Reed. Hashtag fire Jeremy Reed. We did hashtag re-sign Rysel last year. We started that. that we'll, here we go. Hashtag fire Jeremy Reed. I just can't understand how you can't figure out what's going wrong with a hitter. And it, it's more than just pitchers have Jared Walsh figured out. It's yeah. He just looks lost up there. Yeah. And he's swinging and missing and striking out. And I feel bad for the guy. He's not getting through the ball, so it's causing him to pop up. So what I want to see, Mike, is during this offseason, whoever we bring in as the new batting coach, obviously Jared Walsh on his own time will 
take some swings and get some instruction somewhere as as all the players do they get their own private coaching and whatnot or they spend time you know with the team in the offseason uh, here or there working to improve things so I would rather wait and see and figure out if he can figure it out over the offseason because we know he's good we know yeah. that he can hit yeah I mean look at last season I mean almost almost 30 home runs and was clutch even this season he was clutch yeah and that just seems to go out the window and I'm like what changed in the last month and a half for this guy is he hurt and then I say well he's playing first base just fine so he can't be that hurt because right. his defense is incredible he's still making awesome plays he still stretches in those baseball yoga pants to <laughs> make those yep. long throws yep right and so it just doesn't really add up it just seems like it's all at the plate where his struggles are and I think they're fixable I think Jared Walsh is somebody he's he's a perfect first baseman he's got some power he hits for extra base hits he plays a great first base uh, defensively and so I would really like to see him improve before we make the decision to move on from him. I agree with you, and I, I don't think Walsh is going anywhere for a couple of reasons. One, he's cheap. I don't think he's going anywhere because yeah. he's cheap, and we're not yeah. going to go and spend more money. Two, he plays an incredible, incredible first base. He's great defensively, saves a lot of runs over there, saves a lot of errors, and he hustles. I think that he mm-hmm. has really, really helped himself and had fans not get mad at him because yeah. he's hustling. You can tell. He's endeared himself to the fans Absolutely. because of how much he hustles. That ninth, that ninth inning two nights ago, there's a, a fan video of Walshie with his head on the railing in the dugout, and he's just, you can just tell, he's so disappointed in how that mm. inning turned out. Mm-hmm. And, and so a fan was like this is why we love Walshie because he's he's wearing it well certainly wasn't his fault either. it was not his fault no it wasn't (laughs) now here's the problem yeah remember back in the 90s when good old Michael Jordan retired and the Bulls were left with Scottie Pippen as the main star of the Bulls right yeah he had one really good season that next season Bulls made it to the conference semis they lost to the New York Knicks but they ended up winning 50 plus games the next year the Bulls struggled to make the playoffs and probably wouldn't have unless Michael Jordan came back and he Hmm. did for the last Mm -hmm. few games of the year Mm -hmm. I think that this is a Scottie Pippen situation Jared Walsh is great but all of the great players have not been around him. And so I think Walshy is carrying greatness, but he is not great like Otani, great like Trout. I'm going to even say great like Rendon. Yeah. I think Jared is a piece to the puzzle. He's a slice of the pie. And when the Ooh. whole puzzle or the whole pie is together, Walshy is really good. Look at last year. There was yeah. most of the team was together, right? And yeah. Walshie was really, really great. But if you put that whole team together, I think Jared Walsh stands out and he's an added force in that lineup. But when he becomes the force in the lineup, then everything changes. I think he's pressing. I think he feels the weight and the pressure. I think that there might be something wrong with his swing and nobody's Mm. really helped him to correct that. And I think that he just feels all of what Angel fans are feeling and he wants to do really, really well. And he had such a great year last year. And even his 2020 in the final few games, he had a great season then. It's why he won the first base job. Mm -hmm. I just think that he's Scottie Pippen without Michael Jordan and when Michael Mm. Jordan is healthy and comes back i.e. Mike Trout and when 
Rendon's back and Otani's in that lineup. I think that we're going to see the Jared Walsh that we have come to know next season in 2023. I don't think that he's going anywhere. You and I made this argument last year on our podcast, Super Halo Bros, that when David Fletcher was struggling, it's because those key pieces of the lineup were missing and he felt a lot of pressure to be somebody that he wasn't. Yep. He was playing out of his shoes, right? Yep. And, and now we've come to learn that it seems like the injuries hampered him back then as playing well. Playing out of his hips. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I think what you just said about Jared Walsh makes sense. Without the full and healthy, powerful lineup, Jared Walsh becomes one of those anchor pieces. And maybe he's too young to be that right now. Sure. But he also wears the ups and downs of this season on his sleeve. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, he's been a part of some great things that the Angels have posted. Like, there was a video of him and Taylor Ward, and I think Griffin Canning out playing with some, playing baseball with some kids at a school, and he was hamming it up. I think Brandon Marsh was there too. And so Walsh is just a, a great person of character. Yeah. And so I am sure that he's affected by this season a lot. But you're right. I think once we're back in full force, we will see the Jared Walsh of old. And I'm not ready to give up on Walsh. He deserves better from the fans than that. And so I think we see him back here next season. Well, John and I really thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast show with MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan. He brings humor and passion and brings a unique perspective on every team and shares some of the biggest stories from around the league. He had our buddy Bryce, who does Locked On Rangers on his show because they fired their manager and they had a great discussion. When Joe Madden was fired, Johnny jumped on and they had a great conversation about that. And you can follow this podcast Locked on MLB on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to give us a follow at Locked on Angels on Twitter and, of course, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, get in our comments. We always do our best to respond. And then sometimes the conversation goes on without us because it's such good conversation. I just leave it be. Yeah, smart. (laughs) Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Well, can the Angels finish the season maybe at 500 or... Can they even reach that third wild card spot, Johnny? Well, we're going to run the numbers. We've run the numbers. We're going to share them with our listeners, and we're going to let you decide. That's tomorrow on Locked On Angels. Looking forward to that conversation. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow for more Locked On Angels. Take care. <laughs>